Hey, thanks for checking out this episode of the Screen Facts with Jason Davis podcast. Every Wednesday, we talk about a movie we've enjoyed, throwing some fun trivia facts along the way during the conversation. And you can participate in the conversation as well by commenting or asking your questions or talking about your favorite scenes or characters at facebook.com slash screenfacts. You can also tweet me at Jason Davis Voice or email screenfacts at yahoo.com. Well, joining me on the podcast this week is my sensational wife, Sue. Thanks, honey. Great to have you in here again. (laughs) Great to be back. It's always great to do this with you. It's so much fun. And you and I are going to talk about a movie today that we saw kind of with low expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of go into it thinking, "Eh, maybe it'll be fun. It's got a good cast. But it ends up being a really, really funny movie. Yes, it does. Released March 16th, 2012, 21 Jump Street keeping in with the school theme movies for the month. (laughs) This movie stars Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum, Ice Cube, Dave Franco, Nick Offerman, Rob Riggle, Ellie Kemper, Chris Parnell, and Brie Larson, who has since won an Oscar for her performance in Room, which she was amazing in. Amazing. And she also played Amy Schumer's sister in Trainwreck. So she her career is definitely on the upswing. She's really getting a lot of great parts now. Mm-hmm. Not because of this movie per se, but this was probably the first thing maybe most people saw her in. Definitely me. Yeah. When I saw her, I couldn't remember having seen her in something else before. Yeah, me either. She was very good in this too, though. Yeah. For the, you know, the small part that she had. Yep. Very likable. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Jonah Hill guy. I love him. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's, he is really funny. He's one of those guys, a lot of the time, you know, he doesn't even have to say much and he's just funny. There's yeah. just something about him, his energy or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's really, really good in this, along with Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. Just the, the chemistry between the two of them is oh, terrific. Oh, man. Yep. They have such a nice little bromance going on in this. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, the film was directed by Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, and those guys actually have done some other funny stuff, too. In addition to the sequel to this movie, another show that we really enjoy on Fox is Last Man on Earth. Oh, okay. Those guys uh, are producers, and I think they've directed some episodes of that as well. <laughs> and they have a new project on Fox called Son of Zorn. Uh, it's half animation, half real life, and Jason Sudeikis is the voice of the animated character. I think it might be fun, so huh. we'll have to check that out, too. <laughs> Screenplay written by Michael Bacall. Story by Bacall and Jonah Hill, and they give credit, of course, for the TV series, too. Patrick Hasberg and Stephen J. Cannell were responsible for the TV series, and they get a writing credit as well. Mm-hmm. Budget of $42 million, domestic gross $138.4 million, worldwide $201.5 million, and it's no wonder that they made 22 Jump Street with uh-huh. numbers like that. Oh, yes. That just screams for a sequel. Yeah. And let's kind of talk about that briefly, too, the sequel. Because we've enjoyed both of yes. these movies. <laughs> yes. The sequel, as you might have guessed, is more of the same. Mm-hmm. But it's different enough that it's worth seeing and it'll make you laugh. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that I like the most about the sequel is how they poke fun at themselves for making a sequel. Yes. Yes. Well, just like in this movie, mm-hmm. they poke fun at themselves for just resurrecting something from the past and doing it again and hoping right. no one will notice. Yeah. But the thing about the sequel that I think is funny, not only do they make fun of themselves for doing one, mm-hmm. but they make fun of the fact that there's more of a budget. And so they... Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell that they spent a lot of money on things that they didn't have to. Right, right. And they make fun of that in the movie, yes. which is very, very cool. Mm-hmm. We talked about the chemistry between Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. They are so good together. They really are. And Channing Tatum, I think before this, really didn't do a lot of comedic stuff, right? He had zero comedic experience. And, you know, there was a little bit of improv on the set, you know, Mm -hmm. Jonah Hill and all of those guys. But Tatum had nothing. Yeah. Nothing in the improv <laughs> department to offer. But he said that he was always a big fan of Jonah Hill. 
Oh, okay. You know, and he said he wanted to just play in his playground and ride his <laughs> coattails and, you know, have fun with it. I think he did great. Absolutely. And if he's a fan of Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. clearly Jonah Hill is a fan of Channing Tatum yeah. as well. Yeah. Because Tatum passed on the movie twice before Jonah Hill convinced him to take the role. It's definitely a mutual respect mm-hmm. and it comes through in the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how their friendship in the movie grows because in mm-hmm. high school, they're not friends at all. No, he, you know, Channing yeah. Tatum is the the jock. He's popular. He's sort of a he's tough got that guy. Goofy and... long hair, you know. And then Jonah Hill's got his blonde, M M&M M look. M&M look with the braces. Yeah, and he calls him not so slim shady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I guess they go their separate ways, and then mm-hmm. you know they don't meet up again until they're online filling out applications for the police academy. Yeah, and that's like seven years later, I think yeah, it I said think something so. like that. Yeah. And, and says, even then they yeah. still don't. And it right. takes them to each realize what each other's strength is. First, Channing Tatum is paired up with Jonah Hill and like oh, the, the wrestling, wrestling thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like slams him down really hard. And, and Jonah Hill oh says, you're really good at this, huh? And he goes, yeah. yeah. And, and then, then later a test. The, in the written test, Channing Tatum gets a, he fails. He gets a 37. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, Jonah Hill gets a hundred and mm-hmm. Channing Tatum says, you're really good at this. Yeah. Well, let's be friends. And they help each other out. They, yep. you know, help each other strengthen their weaknesses and then they become partners. Yep. And the bromance begins. That's right. And I love how they make it through the training and yeah, we graduated and like the music gets real loud and it's like, oh yeah, they're going to be doing something really exciting. And then it just cuts to silence when they're on the bikes in the park. Yeah. Channing Tatum says, I thought police work would be uh, more crashes and explosions instead of a lot of homeless people doo-dooing everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Doo-dooing. Yep. But I love when they, when they go after the drug dealers Mm -hmm. in the park. Yeah. And they're pedaling the bikes and they have the little sirens on the bikes. (laughs) And it's great because in the movie, they don't have any kind of scoring under that. So all you hear is them pedaling and the the (laughs) sirens. It's great. Very, very funny. Mm -hmm. Originally, the drama teacher, who's played by Chris Parnell in the movie, talked about doing cocaine with Whitney Houston's niece. Right after Houston died, they changed the line to doing cocaine with Willie Nelson's horse. Mm-hmm. And we paid attention this time. Yes, and you can actually did. see that it was dubbed. Yeah. If you look real closely. It's close, but it's not quite. Yeah. He has a, a very limited role in the movie, Chris Parnell, but mm-hmm. he's definitely funny in that role. Oh, he's funny because you know what? I know a lot of people involved in drama teaching and coaching and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And what they do want to let you know is everything that they have done. Yes. You know, and what a good actor they are. Right. He talks about, you know, doing summer stock and all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, please get over yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he has to, you know, develop credibility with the students, maybe. Yeah. But he just comes off as an arrogant jerk. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. In this movie, there's so many roles like that where they're very secondary and very small. His role, Mm -hmm. Ellie Kemper's role Mm -hmm. as the science teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Very funny. Yep. Yep. She's hard not to like. I mean, she's just yeah. adorable yeah. And, and she's just great. Yeah. And Rob Riggle, he's just so over the top. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Even <laughs> before his eyebrows start yeah. <laughs> wiggling all over his face and yeah, turning into a mustache. <laughs> HFS. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a decent amount of effort put in by both starring guys. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, Channing Tatum, of course, is very athletic naturally. Right. But Jonah Hill really got into shape. He yeah. lost over 40 pounds because mm-hmm. he knew that he and Tatum were going to be doing a lot of their own stunts. And he you know, really wanted to be prepared for that. And he looks good. Yeah. And then he looks pretty much the same in the second movie, even yeah. though I think he probably gained weight after this movie for other roles that he was in. Yeah, for he was, War Dogs. Yeah, but he was also in The Wolf of Wall Street. He was very oh, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Moneyball might have been after this. I don't remember. Or around the same time, but he was uh, heavier in that. But yeah. He's so talented. You think of him as being in these goofy comedies a mm-hmm. lot because he does a lot, a decent amount of those. Yeah. 
in the, the Judd Apatow mm-hmm. universe. But he's done a couple of dramatic roles. So he was nominated for Oscars. Cool. He's a really good actor. Yeah. He said he enjoyed doing the research for this movie. Police because, work, you mean? No, going into high school. Oh, okay. He said he was 23 when he was playing the 17-year-old in Superbad. Okay. And then this came after that. Okay. So he just has that young look. Yep. I'm not sure if it's because he's got, you know, the round face and the (laughs) big blue eyes or what, but he had just done all the research about being someone in their 20s, going back and pretending to be in high school for Superbad. Mm -hmm. And then he said he even moved back in with his parents into his childhood room. Nice. (laughs) Which he does in the movie, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You know, we've turned that room into an exercise room, honey, but that's okay. (laughs) And they wake up and the, the dad's on the bike (laughs) yeah i think a lot of times in movies that are set in high school the actors are in their 20s typically yeah it's not that unusual i mean these guys are probably closer to 30 at this point yeah so it is pretty funny and they kind of poke fun at that too yeah in this movie they do it at channing tatum's expense yeah rob riggle says to him boy you have amazing muscle tone (laughs) when did you uh hit puberty in seventh grade or something (laughs) like that yeah doesn't somebody say he looks like he's like 40 yeah dave franco dave franco does yeah And i think they're only five years apart yeah in real life doing it at the time right yeah in real life dave franco and channing tatum are only five years apart yeah tatum's five years older than Franco so it's funny that he says that Mm -hmm. but in the second movie the girl that is roommates with Jonah Hill's girlfriend all kinds of you know you're gonna break a hip blah 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 that kind of stuff (laughs) the old man in the rocking chair and all that I heard you breathing heavy and because I mean they're really I mean Come on, 40 isn't even that old. Right, but I mean, you know, again, if you're trying to play you're high school college, or college. Yeah, I guess, yeah. so high school. <laughs> you know, and then there's the kid in the chemistry class. He ends mm-hmm. up becoming friends with the three guys who are like yeah. the nerdy guys. Yeah. He says to Channing Tatum, you know, you look kind of old. Were you held back a couple years? And he responds with, well, you look really young. Were you held forward a couple years? <laughs> I think the other thing that's cool, too, is that anytime they make a movie based on a TV show... It's always fun to see cameos from the people that were in the original thing. And uh, that actually happens in this, too. Oh, yeah, a couple times. Yeah, Holly Pete, Mm -hmm. or Holly Robinson Pete, I should say. Right. She plays a cop that gives them a cool car. Yeah. Johnny Depp and Peter DeLuise have a very funny cameo. Yes, it's great. Uh, The only guy from the original cast of the TV series that didn't make it into the movie was Dustin Wynn. However, they show him on the TV clips from the show his you know with yeah his that's character. on in the background yeah in one of the scenes the tv gets shot every time you see dustin's character <laughs> which is very funny <laughs> so one of the other things that's kind of cool too is that because the characters are undercover they have a little bit of fun with that whole aspect mm-hmm, too mm-hmm. as i mentioned johnny depp has a cameo in the movie right. and johnny depp also was in a pretty famous movie as an undercover agent donnie brasco oh that's right i never saw that pretty good actually cool But Jonah Hill's character pushes a neighbor lady down in a scene because she's going to blow his cover. And he's just panicked because she doesn't get that. Stop calling me by my real name. Yeah. Are you undercover right now? And meanwhile, like the guys he's trying to bring down are like one aisle away. Yeah, exactly. He's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. He's grabbing her lips. Yeah. (laughs) And she just doesn't get it. So he finally he just pushes her down. Yeah. And that's actually uh, a homage to a similar scene in Donnie Brasco, which is very funny. Oh, where a, okay. you know, Where a character almost blows his cover. Another thing, too, they actually play homage to the original series in a lot of ways. If you were a big fan of the original series, you probably would pick up on all this stuff. I wasn't. I mean, I probably watched it. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw the show. Which surprises me because you're a big Johnny Depp I fan. I know. Where was I? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe cop shows weren't your thing back then? Maybe. I should, I should try them out, though. Yeah, I'm sure they're available Because that was Johnny Depp when he was really Johnny Depp. Yeah, before he became really Tim Burton weird Johnny yeah, Depp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when Schmidt and Janko are undercover posing as brothers, they use the last name McQuaid. In the original TV show, 
The characters played by Johnny Depp and Peter DeLuise also went undercover as the McQuaid brothers in several episodes. By the way, if you're keeping score, they don't really say it a lot, but Schmidt's first name is Morton. <laughs> yeah, you hear that once. <laughs> once, yeah. And Jenko's is that. Greg. And I think only once did they mention him as Greg Jenko, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, because even Schmidt's mom calls him Schmitty. Yeah, and he addresses himself as Schmidt, Schmitty. too. Yeah. Oh, when he, when he calls, calls Brie Larson's yeah. character, he forgets like, for a Schmitty, second. Doug, mm, uh, McQuaid. Doug, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Channing Tatum's character is named Janko after Captain Richard Janko, played by actor Frederick Forrest, who was the original captain on the original uh-huh. TV show. Mm-hmm. He was eventually replaced by Captain Adam Fuller, who was played by Stephen Williams who still does a lot of work. He's on that show Supernatural on the CW, which we don't watch, but I heard he's really good on that. Hmm. Emma Stone was considered for the lead female role, which is the role that Brie Larson plays. Yeah, I think she was committed to Amazing Spider-Man at that time, and that's why she didn't do it. But it would have been interesting because she co-starred with Jonah Hill in Superbad in 2007. Right. So it's almost like maybe a good thing that she wasn't cast in this too. It's like, there she is again. It's Jules. You know, (laughs) you see her as Jules probably. (laughs) Superbad's a really good movie too, by the way. (laughs) HFS. Let's talk about HFS. Okay. <laughs> Tell everybody what that's short for, honey. So HFS is the drug that they are trying to find the dealer and supplier for in the movie. That's why they're going undercover. And it stands for holy fucking shit. Because apparently when you take this drug, that's the first thing you say. <laughs> and they showed a, a video. Oh, yeah. Wait, you know, we got to talk about how amazing Ice Cube well, is. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ice Cube is fantastic as the captain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you, you said you read something about why he was cast in the movie, right? Yeah, well, Jonah Hill is a huge Ice Cube fan. So they started developing this character, and they thought it was really funny that it was the stereotype of the angry black captain in every 80s cop movie. They were, like, going to play on it and mm-hmm. say, I know I'm angry, I know I'm black, I know I'm the captain, but that's it, you know? <laughs> and he said, well, really, Ice Cube's the only one who could play this. He also thought it would be kind of cool to have somebody from, you know, NWA mm-hmm. playing a police captain. Yeah, and then they play the song straight out of Compton yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, another great movie, the, the oh, NWA yeah. biopic, Super Straight Outta Compton. Very, very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, but Ice Cube is great in this one and the sequel. Mm-hmm. They really oh, do man. a great job of incorporating how funny he is into both of the movies. Mm-hmm. He's they... even funnier in the second movie. Yeah, right? yeah. And the angrier he gets, the funnier he is. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, infiltrate the dealers. <laughs> bring down the supplier. Yeah. <laughs> and just, infiltrate the yeah. dealer. <laughs> And just the way the lines that they gave him in these movies and the way he delivers them, it's really good stuff. Very, very funny. He shows them a video of the kid that overdoses from HFS in the school. Uh And that's why they're being given this assignment. And they're like, oh, this kid's hilarious. I could watch him all day. Well, no, you can't (laughs) because he's he's dead. dead. But there's a cool thing that you can look for when you watch the movie, but you got to probably pause it and really pay attention. It's supposed to be on like a YouTube kind of channel. And if you look at the related videos in the mm. sidebar, the right. they were uploaded by users Chan Chan and Brie Lar, which are references to Channing Tatum and Brie Larson. Nice. Which I thought was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Something to look for when you watch mm-hmm. the movie. The two female cops from Jump Street who always brag about their busts, you know, finger popping your assholes. <laughs> uh, they talk about busting a prostitution ring and a chop shop run out of a high school auto shop. Both of those cases were used in season one of the TV series. Aha. So again, That's if you were a big cool. fan of the yeah. TV show and know all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, you're going to really appreciate jokes like that, yeah. too. Yeah. The understudy for the school show, Peter Pan, is named French Samuels. Samuel French is the name of the publishing company that manages the rights to the musical Peter Pan. Yep. Anyone who knows theater knows Samuel French. <laughs> 
We talked about Johnny Depp and Peter DeLuise's cameos in the movie. I'm going to assume that if you're listening to the podcast right now, you've seen the movie and you know. If not, I'm about to reveal a major plot point here. So if you don't want it to be ruined, stop and then come back. I'll give you like five seconds to hit stop. Okay, Johnny Depp and Peter DeLuise, you don't know when you first see the movie, are undercover as well. Mm -hmm. They're in the gang. They're in the drug dealer gang, mm -hmm. the one percenters. Right. And you would never recognize them. Never. Especially Johnny Especially Depp. Especially Johnny Depp with that nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the wig and everything else. And he else. even says, you know, and then so, you know, the second time we saw the movie, mm -hmm. um, you know, they're like, are you cops? He's like, if he's cops, uh, I'm DEA. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So there's a foreshadowing moment, too. Yeah. But there's a cool thing that happens. First off, Johnny Depp's character is named DB. Again, a reference to Donnie Brasco. Right. On the TV show, Tom Hansen used to eat a lot, almost in every scene that he was in. Okay. And in the movie, same thing. He's always eating. Usually it's peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just an open jar of peanut butter. Yeah, he just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then they reveal themselves in a big moment in the movie yeah. as being... DEA agents. Right. And it's a very funny scene because they're like, uh, you know, Tom Hanson, DEA, and you know, whatever, yeah. uh, Peter DeLuise's character, mm -hmm. I forget his name. But then they start talking with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill's right. characters, and they're like, oh yeah, we're Jump Street. You know, he goes, you're Jump Street? You're we're Jump, Jump Street. Street. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a very funny scene, and he's got the, the fake nose yeah, and the wig yeah. and everything. Mm -hmm. The thing I like about this movie mm -hmm. is that it starts out by showing you that in... The old high school days, Jonah mm -hmm. Hill was the nerd and mm -hmm. Channing Tatum is the cool guy. Right. So Jonah Hill, when they were coming up with the story, he thought it would be real fun to flip it because everyone would expect Jonah Hill to be the nerd and Channing Tatum to be the cool guy. They get their McQuaid characters, Doug and Brad, mm -hmm. like the names given to them and you're going to be the one who takes physics and chemistry and you have like photography and drama club. It turns funny because when they're in their first day of school, they're meeting with the principal and the principal says, okay, who's Doug? And they just completely forget yeah, who's they, who. They don't study who's who, exactly. Yeah, yeah like they, they looked at it, they but they didn't look hard enough. And the principal's like, let me ask again and we'll pretend we're not weird. <laughs> you know, so, you know, who's Doug? And then Jonah Hill goes, um, I'm Doug. And it turns out he gets, he's the one put in photography and drama club and all right. of that. And then and Channing he's Tatum. To be the athlete. Channing Tatum's put into all the smart kid classes. <laughs> and he's calling, he's like, look at this. I have app chemistry. It's like, AP chemistry. And you can't make your way through that. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing. He goes, chemistry. That's the one with all the shapes and shit, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that would be such a cool way to take that class. Sure. You know, Molecule Mondays where you, you know, make a poem about your molecule and you wear it on your clothes somehow yeah, and one pop kid. quiz nose and, oh my gosh. Again, <laughs> I'm thinking of Ellie Kemper. Oh, I know. It's so funny because like she sees Channing Tatum sitting there and she's like, oh, you know, hello, hi, you know, because he's so cute. But then when he like is standing next to her, you can tell um, he's in her swoon zone. <laughs> Swoon zone. Swoon zone. It's a thing. Okay. It's a real thing. Okay. When when a woman's standing and a certain kind of guy gets in her personal space, she just kind of loses, loses it, it a little. little. Bit. Yeah. And he even mm -hmm. says to her, I got to go take a dump. And she's like, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's in the swoon zone. <laughs> There's also some references to other movies, too, in addition to references to the TV show. At one point when uh, Jenko is tripping on the HFS mm -hmm. 
and one of the stages of it is mm-hmm. that you get super confident. Right, right. So then he's doing like a whole equation on the board. He's like, one particle of unobtainium has a nuclear reaction with the flux capacitor, carry the two, changing its atomic isotoner into a radioactive spider. Unobtainium is a reference to Avatar. Oh, okay. Flux capacitor, of course, is Back right. to the Future. And then the yeah. radioactive spider, of course, is Spider-Man. Of course. And he turns around and he drops the expo marker yeah, yeah. like he's dropping a mic. Right. And you see the only thing on the whiteboard behind him is a bunch of number fours. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very strange. So funny. And I love how he becomes friends with the nerdy kids. Yep. He goes into the chem lab and he's like, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, well, we have a key so we can come in and study. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, what? You're not doing anything illegal? You know, and they're yeah. like, no, they're just good kids. And he ends up becoming good friends with them. It's yeah. really funny. And then Jonah Hill ends up getting into the popular group, mm-hmm. which is into the environment and <laughs> diversity and right. like all this stuff. Yet it's, they're selling drugs. Yet he's selling drugs. Mm. It's funny because Brie Larson says, you know, whatever you guys are doing, just be careful. Yeah. So I don't know if she knows and is in denial or if she's just kind of like doesn't know exactly Well, she knows, but she's on. not really involved. You yeah. Know? So I guess she doesn't feel like she's at risk or anything. Yeah. One other movie reference, too, that you were talking about, the chemistry lab. When he goes there to see them, mm-hmm. what's the password? But the password is Neil before Zod. And yes, that's referenced I twice in the movie. Love that. The password and then the picture of Terrence Stamp mm-hmm. that, that he throws the Chinese throwing star yeah. into. Neil before Zod, for those of you who are uninitiated, is from Superman 2. Very funny. So great. (laughs) And definitely like a nerd thing. Yeah, yeah. And then they do like a little Star Wars reference with the lightsaber. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he fake cuts off his hand. Yeah, I love it. They do the, um, (laughs) well, we were just going to go outside and see if we could make something explode. And he's, this is what you do all day. I love science. (laughs) You know, it's just so not what you would expect. Mm -hmm. To the point where... When Jonah Hill is with the popular kids and the one guy's phone is bugged, Mm -hmm. Channing Tatum and his friends can hear the fact that they're making fun of him. Yeah, he references Rain Man. Yeah, oh my gosh, yes. There's another movie reference. Gosh, yeah. But I love when they first get to school, like things have changed so much since they had been in high Mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. Channing Tatum's looking at him, he's like, well, those are jocks, those are nerds. And then he passes hipsters, he goes, I don't know what those are. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. Nobody knows what hipsters are. (laughs) Yeah, they're kind of out there, right? Yeah. No offense if you're a hipster. Yeah, no offense. Then they decide that they're going to try to infiltrate the cool kids that Mm -hmm. are dealing by having a party. Right. So they send Jonah Hill's parents off to a show or whatever. Oh, I love his parents. Oh, so funny. So funny. Yeah. How are we going to get alcohol? I don't have a fake ID. And then they high five (laughs) each other because they're both over 21. Of course. What about drugs for the party? (laughs) And then they go to the evidence locker. Evidence room. So I got a pound of Coke. Schwitz says, we're trying to show them a good time, not ruin their fucking lives. Pound of marijuana, best party ever. Booyah! (laughs) (laughs) And the party's great. And the pictures of Jonah Hill in the house. Uh, Those are real pictures of him too, right? Those are real pictures of him as a kid. I look like Fred Savage from The Wonder Years. Yeah, He does, actually. He does. You didn't even realize. I look like I died in a car crash when I was a kid and you never got over it. And then he has, you know, the award hanging from one of the pictures and it's yeah. like fourth place or for participation. Good trier, yeah. yeah. It's, do you realize that's literally an award for sucking? <laughs> I love the mom. The mom's great. You know, the parents come home mm-hmm. and they get found out. Everyone ends up running down the street, you know, running away. The parents have the, the boys on the couch and they're lecturing them <laughs> about that. And then she says, you're going to do chores. Yeah. And she's like, what kind of sick animal draws an ejaculating penis into an eight-year-old's mouth? On the picture on of the him. On the picture of him as yeah. a kid. And then Jenko says, it's arguably like an airplane throwing right, up. Right. And then she says, you think I don't know that's a dick and balls? I know about dick and balls. I partied with Robert Downey Jr. before he got sober when he was really fucked up and a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is a movie that I think, like I said earlier, you're going to be pleasantly surprised by, by how funny it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just really good. And the sequel, just as funny, if not funnier at times. Mm-hmm. Definitely a commentary about school mm-hmm. and you know the difference between generations. And in their case, it's only seven years since they left. And like everything's different. Is there any other stuff that you found? Uh, I think that might be about it. 21 Jump Street, one of those rare occasions where the reboot is worth it. Definitely. A TV show that's made into a movie that it actually works. Yep. Because it's played for laughs. And it that's, is. You know, I think if they did a serious... 21 Jump Street movie, which is which the show is a, a serious cop show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there might have been elements of humor in it, mm-hmm. but not like this. I mean, this right. is definitely more for laughs. Yeah, I mean, right from the beginning, you yeah. know, it's you, you know, know it's the tone of good. it. It's going to be funny, yeah. and you know, there's a lot of really funny stuff that you know we've talked about a lot of the stuff in the movie, but there's even more stuff that we didn't mention well, that's yeah. very very funny in the movie. Yes. And Definitely recommended. Thanks for uh, another fun episode. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for taking me back to school with you there. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks to you for listening as well. We really appreciate it. Remember to please like the Facebook page and leave your comments or questions or favorite scenes or even if you have something to say about any of Jonah Hill or Channing Tatum's movies, you can do that too. Facebook.com slash ScreenFacts is where you can find us on Facebook. You can tweet me at Jason Davis Voice. You can email ScreenFacts at Yahoo.com. And you can also help out the show if you enjoy what you're hearing. Tell people about it. Rate and comment on iTunes. You can support the show by purchasing ScreenFacts t-shirts, hoodies, car magnets. You can find those on the podcast page of jasondavisvoice.com. Thank you to audionautics.com for our show theme music and thanks to our announcer Kim McKay from kimsvoice.com. Screen Facts with Jason Davis is a production of Jason Davis VoiceOver. Visit jasondavisvoice.com if you need a voice for a commercial, narration, promo, internet video, e-learning or training program and more. Click on the podcast page to get information about where you can download and listen to past episodes. Listen again next Wednesday for a new episode of Screen Facts with Jason Davis.